0: Hi, I'm Ruthie, your host of the Consistency Corner podcast. I'm a mom, a full-time marketing director, and consistency coach. I may be juggling all the things, but I'm passionate about helping other busy moms be at their best by getting consistent with the stuff that really matters to build a life you love. On the Consistency Corner, we'll talk about tools, systems, solutions, and stories that inspire you to finally get consistent with the habits you need to live your best life and crush your goals without the overwhelm and mom guilt. All right, guys, welcome to episode four, our vision board in August, or August is the new January, episode here on the Consistency Corner. We are going to talk today about creating a vision board and why August is a great time to do it. I know a lot of people at the beginning of the year you know, love to sit down and map out goals, and think about New Year's resolutions. But I love August as a time to kind of reset and do that again because it's the start of a new school year. It's just past the midway point of the calendar year. So it's a great time to check in and see, do I still want to go after those goals that I set at the beginning of the year? Or is it time for a pivot or a shift? And if I didn't set goals or I've completely abandoned those goals, We're heading into a new season, and now is a great time. Your kids are getting back into school. They're getting into new rhythms and new routines. It's a great time to do that for yourself. And a lot of the planners and systems and calendars do a school year type calendar, which... I love a good planner. Let me tell you, I could basically be a planner collector. So there's a lot of those things just out in the market right now. So it's a good time um, to refocus on our calendar and our planning. So first thing we're going to talk about as we are setting an intention for the new school year or the rest of this year is our vision. We are going to create a vision because not only do we want to talk about what we want to do throughout this year, but we want to really get specific about what we want and why we want it. A vision board is like a destination on a map. You know, purpose and destinations, uh, having a destination to go after really makes the journey easier. Let's say it's, you know, this this past summer and you were going to go on a road trip and you said to your family, okay, let's get in the car. We're going to go on a road trip. Well, where are we going to go? Which direction should we drive? Now, what if we say, okay, we're going to go on a road trip and we're going to go to California. Okay, that's specific. At least I know from where I live, I need to drive west. But California is kind of a big place. So we want to map out a specific destination because going to California versus going to Napa Valley, which I've never been to and I would love to go. So if you've been, please share your travel Hot spots for Napa, because I definitely want to go someday. But but that's besides the point. Knowing that we're gonna go to Napa Valley versus that we're gonna go to California makes our goal more specific so that we can make the journey more efficient. Instead of just driving west and then like wondering where we're gonna end up and then maybe having to drive for another 10 hours because we ended up in Los Angeles instead of Napa Valley, we know where to point our GPS and what direction to go. And then clarity makes it more achievable. So not only do I want to go to Napa Valley, but I'm going to put into my GPS the exact address of the hotel where we're staying or the winery that we wanted to go to first. And that's going to give me the map, you know, Apple Maps or Google Maps or MapQuest, if that's even still a thing is going to give you the most efficient route to get to your specific destination. So creating a vision board and mapping out our vision for the future for our life makes building that life even more efficient and easier. All right. So what if you're like, okay, I want to go on vacation or I want to go to California or I want to go to Napa Valley or I don't know where I want to go, whatever. Um, Let's talk a little bit about some exercises that you can do if you're like, I just don't know what my goals are. I know I want more. I know I want to do something else. I know I want to build a great life, but I don't know what that means. So I'm going to walk you through a couple of questions to ask yourself, and you can journal on this. You can take notes. Just take some some time to reflect on it. But my first question to you is, when you were a kid, what did you want to be when you grew up? Now think about that. I don't know about you, but I wanted to be like 10,000 things. So think back to some of those things that you wanted to be and why. What were the traits that those professions maybe um, leveraged that you found inspiring or you found fascinating? Now, are you doing those things in your daily life today? Is there a goal that you could set for yourself, whether it's in your career or a side hustle or a volunteer opportunity or something that you could use those same kind of skill sets that you admired? So that's one way to think about goals. The other thing to think about is, you know, when you're a mom, a lot of times people don't necessarily ask you what you want. You kind of have to ask yourself to make it happen. I don't know about in your house, but in my house, I often buy my own Christmas gifts because then I know I get exactly what I want. And it came from Santa. And if you can see me, I'm doing air quotes. So Santa brought me what I wanted. And yes, my husband still gets me a Christmas gift as well. But Santa, air quotes, brings me what I want because I asked Santa, aka me, to bring me what I want. Because the thing is, you are the one who is accountable for you. You are the only thing holding yourself back. So starting with reflection before we work on our vision helps you get into the right mindset to really hold yourself accountable as you strive for those goals or even as you map out what those goals could be. You can't fill from an empty cup for very long. So avoiding burnout starts here because when you are just giving, giving, giving and not thinking about what you need, you will burn out. So really take a minute to think about what is it that you need? Maybe it's self-care. Maybe it's more sleep. How do you create goals that puts your self-care at the top of your list? Okay, so pivoting a little bit after we kind of reflect on our past visions and goals and our specific destination that we're going to build. And the next thing you're going to do is we are going to do some reflecting on our pillars of life or areas of your life. So you are going to rate the following let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight areas on a scale from one to five. And you cannot pick three, you can't pick in the middle. So you can pick three and a half, you can pick two and a half, but don't pick three. And you're going to just jot this down. So grab a pen and paper or, you know, pause and go get some paper and, or, you know, on the notes app in your phone and make some notes here. So on a scale from one to three, with one being like, whew, it needs some work, or five being like, perfect, couldn't be better. We're going to go through these eight areas. The first one is your marriage or family. So your relationship with your spouse, your relationship with your kids, the people who live in your house, Rate right on a scale from one to five. All right, so the next is your physical health. So your exercise routine, how you feel, you know, how much energy you have. Overall, your physical health, right, on a scale from one to five. The next is going to be your mental health. So a little bit more about the how you feel, less about the energy level, but do you feel anxious? Do you feel joyful? Do you feel grateful? Do you feel overwhelmed? Think about your mental health. The next is your spiritual health, how connected you feel, um, where you feel as far as you know connection to a higher power or time that you spend in reflection. This is going to look different for everybody, kind of depending upon where you are. But overall, your spiritual health. The next one is lifestyle. So, how much time you doing you spend doing things like hobbies or connecting with friends or traveling or trying new places or doing. You know, things you enjoy that maybe aren't work or taking care of other people. Um, The next one is your finances. So how much debt you have, where you are in savings goals, how you feel overall about your finances. And then the last one is your career or work. Late rate on a scale from one to five with, again, one being, whoa, needs a major overhaul. And five being like, perfect, couldn't be better. So again, we're going to run through those really quickly. Marriage and family, number one, your physical health, your mental health, your spiritual health, your lifestyle, your financial health or situation, and then your career or work. So those, I said eight, but that's actually seven. So just kidding. Those seven areas, um, rate them from one to five. Now that when we do some goal setting is going to tell you where you might be out of balance. So if you feel like I am really crushing it in this area or this area, but I just don't feel like completely fulfilled. Well, maybe it's because one of those areas that you rated as like a one or a two is where you need to focus in and set some goals. So that is step one in our reflection. I guess that was step two in our reflection. Next piece of reflection is to think about gratitude. So go back to those seven areas of life and think about what are you grateful for in those areas? You know, what we focus on, we tend to find more of. So I think it's really important to focus on gratitude in both the areas where we know we need some work, but also in the areas that are going really well to recognize that. So take a moment um, before we set any goals to think about what you're grateful for. The next thing you are going to do is think about what have you achieved this year in the last five years or in the last 10 years? And I would bet it's more than you think. This was an exercise that I did when I wrote my vision board for 2021 was I sat down and I looked at the calendar and actually kind of flipped through pictures in my phone of all the things that I had done in the last 10 years. And it was so much more than I could have imagined. And not only that, but I thought back to myself 10 years ago and there was no way I would have imagined that I was doing all the things that I was doing so before you start setting your goals for the next six months two to three years even 10 years just realize that that big that picture can be so much bigger than you even you know think that it could be and to not play small because a lot can happen in 10 years so we've done some reflection. We have thought about gratitude. We have kind of looked and see where we are off balance. And then before we set specific goals, you are just kind of going to do some journaling. And you are going to just think about spend, you know, five to 10 minutes, set a timer for yourself and spend five to 10 minutes thinking about what would you like to do? What would you like to have? What would you like to accomplish? Or even how would you like to feel in the next two to three years and just brainstorm. Like there's no wrong answer here. You cannot do it wrong. Just brainstorm, get it out onto paper. And then you're going to repeat the same exercise for the next five to 10 years. And that's where you're going to start to craft your vision. Look at those two t- those two buckets, two to three years and the next 10 years and start Pulling out common themes or common things, and that's what's going to go on your vision board. Now, I'm not saying these are the specific goals you're going to work on necessarily in the next six months, but this is the vision that's going to start you in the right direction. Remember, California versus who knows where we're going on our road trip. And then you can work on getting really specific and breaking down some of those visions into goals that you can focus on and work towards for the rest of this year. You can take those goals and break them down into smaller goals or action steps, which are going to be kind of like your mile markers along the way for that journey. You can decide if these are repeatable tasks, meaning things that you've got to get consistent with and do over and over again, or if they're one-time tasks. For example, I have a goal, and this is on my vision board, no lie, that I am taking my family to the Olympics in Los Angeles in 2028. I love the Olympics. And as a kid, I actually really remember watching the Olympics when they were in Atlanta in 1996. I was probably 13 at the time, and I remember thinking if the Olympics are ever in the United States when I am a grown-up, I am going. And as soon as I found out that the Olympics were going to be in Los Angeles in 2028, and I will have a 13, 12-year-old somewhere in there at that time, I told my husband. I said, "We're going. We're going to the Olympics." and he was like you are freaking crazy. But that's 7 years from now and it's a goal. So I knew that some of the steps that I have to take now 7 years out are saving money. We have to get our finances in order. We need to pay down some credit card debt. We need to think about how much house can we afford. And again, these are like big picture things, but I made decisions in our life based upon a vision and a goal that I had. And it can really be the same for any type of goal. You know, it might be a fitness goal of I want to have more energy so I can be around um, with my kids and I can keep up with them. Well, then that's where it might be more of a repeatable task like I need to move my body or I need to drink more water or I need to eat more vegetables. Um, Those are the types of tasks that then you're going to start focusing on creating habits because those habits are the steps that are going to help you get towards your vision, which is the end goal of the journey. So you want to really make sure that you are keeping your vision board somewhere that you can see it. And your vision board can be as simple as a list of goals that you write out on, you know, the notes app in your phone. You can, you know, be crafty and get out magazine pages and create, you know, a really fun collage. You can do it digitally in Canva, which is what I did and is really fun. And then I keep that on my lock screen for my phone. But you're going to make sure that you keep your vision board somewhere that you can see it because this is your why and this is what will guide you in creating those action steps that you need to take with consistency to actually make that vision a reality. All right. So if you guys have enjoyed this episode and you would like more guidance in creating a vision and setting yourself up for a successful rest of the year, as well as starting to create some consistency in habits to make those visions actually become a reality in the future, I would love for you to join me in the Live Your Best Life Blueprint Workshop that I'll be hosting over in the Consistency Corner community on Facebook. You can grab the link in the show notes to sign up and you will get some guided worksheets to help you through this vision board exercise, as well as join in on the workshop where we can walk through, answer questions and really dive in deeper to make sure that you are crafting a vision for a life you love or a road trip that has a destination that you are ultimately really excited about. I hope you guys enjoyed today's training. And of course, leave a review and share with me some of your takeaways. Be sure to tag me on Instagram if you listened and share this. If you found this helpful, share with others so that they can create the life that they love as well. I am definitely cheering, on, cheering you on and I can't wait to hear about the visions that you are creating and cheer you on in your journey to get consistent and achieve those goals.